Hi there, my name's Jane Anderson and this is the Jane Anderson Brand You Show. It's the podcast for experts who want to have greater impact, influence and income for their businesses and careers. As experts, we know that people buy from people and work with people who they know, who they like and who they trust. So I'm so glad you're here because it's that time again now to really amplify how you show up in the world. Okay, so welcome to the Jane Anderson Brand You Show. I'm excited that you're here today because we talk all things personally branded businesses because we believe that people buy from people and they buy from people who they know, who they like and who they trust. So welcome to today's show. I'm excited that we have a, a guest, a very, very special guest today, and uh, I'll introduce him shortly. Uh, as we're leading into the end of the year, and so perhaps you'll be listening to this end of the year or new year, uh, but wanted to really perhaps help you today to really think about what your intention is for 2017. And I think one of the big things for 2017 when I'm out talking to people is they're saying, you know, geez, I'm glad we're at the end of 2016. Some are saying they've had a really tough year and it's such an opportunity to refresh and feel like you go, okay, I can start again and here's a new year. Here's how I can set my intentions for for the new year. And I think our guest today is really going to uh, inspire you to think about what those possibilities are for 2017. Uh, but before we get started, I wanted to share you share with you a couple of things that are happening on the janeanderson.com website and uh, projects that uh, may be able to be useful for you for 2017 if part of your personally branded business uh, is to, to create massive growth, increase your leads and your visibility. So one of the things that's happening is the uh, influencer book and the influencer book that I've created and right in the thick of finishing it at the moment it's the 12 secrets to explode your list skyrocket your leads and supercharge your visibility and it's the step-by-step guide for thought leaders service-based professionals and trusted advisors so for everyone that's listening if you're listening and you're thinking oh geez that sounds like what I really need help with then uh, that's going to be coming out very soon Uh, so we're looking at it'll be uh, in February so make sure you keep your eyes peeled for that you can jump on the Jane Anderson website and go to uh, the books area and you can pre-order uh, your book. The other exciting thing that is happening as part of that book is there's a questionnaire that you'll that uh, is uh, by the time you're listening to this will be on the Jane Anderson website and there's a free version that you can download and get an idea about your lead generation activity and where it sits at the moment and you can pay to get a, a more uh, customised and more detailed report but great to get a two-page report that you can download for free and that's going to give you a bit of an idea about where you sit with your lead generation activity and perhaps where you can target your energy for 2017 to support your intentions and so speaking of intentions uh, let's get into the intent of today's podcast so today's guest we have a very very special guest as I said we have an international keynote speaker is an author motivator a business and leadership consultant And this person and this guest today is an expert in playing the bigger game. He's highly successful, yet he's so humble as an entrepreneur. 
would you believe he retired at 34? Isn't that extraordinary? So fortunately, he got really bored <laughs> and he decided to get back in the game. He went on to build and lead great companies, motivating, inspiring and agitating individuals, teams and organisations to help them play a bigger game. This person has spoken to over 250,000 people in the US, Europe, Asia and Australia. He is obsessed with playing a bigger game and he believes that individuals, teams, leaders and businesses are capable, capable of far more than they can imagine. He's an adventurer at heart. He's, he's climbed Mount Kilimanjaro. He's kayaked amongst the icebergs in Antarctica. He's trekked gorillas in the jungles of Rwanda. And he's played professional rugby league. He's run marathons. He's walked the Great Wall. He's hiked through the Serengeti and he takes leaders way up into the heart of Arnhem Land. He's highly motivated, down to earth, really practical leader and business expert. And would you believe he actually lives the four hour work week? If you haven't heard about that, that's Tim Ferriss's book, The Four Hour Work Week. Isn't that incredible? <laughs> so, is, uh, so it'll be great to hear what he has to say today about that. And he has a book called Play the Bigger Game and it's been published in seven countries. So he's been described as the Tony Robbins without the rah-rah, the Tim Ferriss without the arrogance, and uh, Richard Branson without the island. <laughs> he's a fellow of the Australian Institute of Management, Customer Service Institute of Australia, and recipient of the Certified Speaking Professional designation. This is the highest honour awarded to speakers across the globe. He's a lifelong learner, has a master's degree in business administration, and he's a graduate of the Disney Institute. Please welcome Rowdy McLean. <laughs> welcome. Hi, oh my goodness, you know more about me than I do. <laughs> oh, well, you're very humble, Rowdy. But I don't know how you've been able to fit all this stuff in. You've just led such an extraordinary life. And, uh, you know, I think you're just warming up, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, just getting started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I reckon that's just the start. So, everybody, thank you so much for joining us today. I know how busy you are and you're probably right in the middle of, like, climbing Mount Everest or something at the moment. But uh, <laughs> so, you know, tell us, tell us about you. Tell us about your business. Who are the type of people you help and how do you do all that? Well, so first and foremost, I'm a speaker and uh, so I speak at conferences and events and... The main thing I talk about is playing a bigger game. So how do people achieve more, be more, do more and have more than they ever thought possible? So how do you show up differently? How do you think differently? How do you approach the future differently? How do you structure things differently? You, you know, I, I just can't help thinking about how you play a bigger game. It's just the way that I live, work and operate. And that's the work that I do with with clients, so I either speak at their conference or I run um, single or multi-day immersions or 12-month programs or executive mentoring programs where I'm just helping them get to the next level. But just, not just get to the next level, but get there really, really fast. Like some of my clients say to me that it's, working with Rowdy's like climbing into an express elevator of a 100-story building, you know, you, just, <laughs> you, you find yourself at the top much faster and much smoother than you think it and you know it definitely beats taking the stairs 
I think that's certainly what people want, particularly if they've, you know, they've done the hard slog for a lot of years or particularly if they're feeling perhaps a bit unfulfilled, Rowdy. Like, would they be, you know, I'm thinking if I'm someone like a, I might be a CEO or someone like that who, you know, they've done some great stuff, but it sounds like they're really ready to, you work with those people ready to take it to just a whole new level again. Yeah, and, and you know, a lot of the time that's not doing more either. You know, okay. Achieving more is not about doing more. Sometimes it's getting rid of some stuff that you're doing that's not serving you or not serving your team or not serving your organisation. And, and so I spend as much time stripping baggage away as I do motivating and adding stuff to, to people, you know. And I believe you. if I could give you one tip, mm. it would be make sure that, and I heard you talking about people getting ready for 2017. So if you're listening, make sure that whatever you choose to do is the right next thing. So not the easiest thing, not the thing that your friends want you to do or your your partner wants you to do or your colleagues want you to do. What is, spend some time identifying what is the right next thing for you and then do that and only that. Right. It's the right next thing. And I think you're right. We do sometimes focus on, oh, well, I'll just do that because it's easy or that's what someone says I should do. But it's really knowing in your own instincts, Rowdy, is it? Or what you know is in your own heart what the right thing is to do. Yeah, so in my book I talk about um, a thing called false ranking. Mm. So false ranking is a really cool way of making that decision. So taking a, a, a group of things, you might have five things, and then ranking them using a false ranking methodology, which we, I would take 20 minutes to describe to you. But yes. uh, I've done a podcast on that, so you can okay. go and listen to the podcast on it if you want. But um it's just a great way of clarifying what is the most important next thing for you. And people are really surprised when they do the process, just what ends up coming out on top. Right. You know, they're really surprised. So we'll jump on your podcast and get your book and we'll look into the false ranking and that'll really help us to work out what the next what the right next thing is to do. And your podcast, Rowdy, is the play the bigger game. Rowdy McLean podcast, yes. Yeah, play a bigger game podcast, Rowdy McLean. And, uh, you can go to my website, rowdymclean.com, and um, search through the, the programs and you'll find it there somewhere. I can't remember which episode it is, but it's there. Okay, cool. We can go do that. And Rowdy, I reckon one of the biggest questions that clients have, so as we, as for those who are listening and, and as you know, this podcast is all about helping inspire people to come out from hiding and, and use their name as part of their business and their business growth strategy because people buy from people at the end of the day. Um, I think one of the biggest concerns that I think holds people back is that, you know, and I did the same thing. Uh, you know, when I started my business, I had a different name and I was really scared about coming out as, you know, my name, my janeanderson.com. And one of the things I often hear is that people will say, oh, but if I use my name.com, doesn't that mean that I'm small? Doesn't that mean that I'm not 
a big enough business. So do you, I mean, you have your business. Here we are, the expert at playing the bigger game and you have yourname.com. So how do you, like you obviously, I'm thinking that it's possible that you can play a big game even though you use yourname.com, yes? Absolutely. And if if you're in the business of uh, selling your intellectual property, mm-hmm. then you are the business. So yeah. it just makes sense to have your name. Mm. And I think the other thing is if you you lock your business name into a piece of content, like mm-hmm. so if I lock my business name into Play a Bigger Game, mm-hmm. then then I'm locked into that. I, can, I have no flexibility. Whereas if I'm routingmclean.com, I can be play a bigger game, I can be remarkability, I can mm. be customer service, I can do so many other things mm. under that one banner because now it's about who I am as an individual and the IP that I can deliver. And so, you know, I might come up with a, a new piece of IP in 2017 that is fantastic and I don't want to have to go and build another website with that name in mind. No. I can I can promote it to all of my clients and go, just go to my website, uh, I've got this new program, it's fantastic, check it out. And while they're there, they'll check out everything else that I do. So I'm actually promoting me all in one spot. Yes. And so, you know, you you don't have to um, keep having a personality transplant for every time you want (laughs) to bring something new in because you've got to keep all that fresh right so you get to sort of you're you people are buying you so it it sounds like from your perspective you believe it gives you that flexibility to adapt and keep evolving and changing yeah yeah and that and something that you said right at the beginning of this podcast Mm -hmm. people buy from people and people buy from people that they trust so Mm. people don't don't go to a website that is leadership and go, oh, I'm going to buy that because it sounds like really good leadership. They go somewhere like rowdymcclain.com and watch his show reel and read the blogs and listen to the podcast and download some of the um, diagnostics and stuff like that and they go, yeah, I really like this guy. I like his style. I like the way that he, he sounds. I can trust him and I want to work with him. Whereas if they just go to leadership.com, they go, well, yeah, I get that it's about leadership, but there's no opportunity to build a relationship. Mm. Yeah, and as Seth Godin says, I think the people who are going to buy from you are the people who know you and if you've built that relationship, then they're the ones who, who, who trust what you say. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And particularly if I look at the work that you've done, like all that experience and all who you are, you know, you're the adventurer at heart, the things you've done, the Mount Kilimanjaro's, the gorillas in Rwanda, the marathons, the hiking through the Serengeti, like that's really, is that when people come to you, is that what they connect with? Like they're, they're captivated by what you've achieved and how do I become my version of Rowdy? Is that kind of where they come from? Oh, well, well, I think all of those things are just building the trust. So yeah. they're all real and they're all me. So, uh-huh. you know, if, you, if you're looking to play a bigger game and, and you – listen to that uh, diatribe that you did about me at the beginning mm. and 
you would go, geez, I'm going to talk to this guy. You know? <laughs> he, because he does, he walks his talk. He So he's not just, he has this content called play a bigger game and here are the seven ways to play a bigger game and here are the pillars of playing a bigger game and all that sort of stuff. And I have all that stuff. Yes. Don't get me wrong, I'm not belittling it. No. But in the first instance, just as you said, people buy me. Yeah. Then they'll buy my stuff. And yeah. so... It just makes sense to have rallymclean.com and people come and get to experience on my website what I'm like and build enough trust to go, well, I'm going to have a conversation with him. I might even have a cup of coffee with yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. And, Rowdy, what if you haven't done those things you've done? What if I'm, I'm going, oh, I'd really love to, you know, if people buy me, and if they're buying me but I haven't necessarily done all that, what are the things that you think that really help someone, uh, you know, connect with their audience if they're, you know, they might not be that motivational speaker or they might not have, you know, done all those things? What do you think that it is that, um, uh, you know, at a personal level that creates that connection through your name and who you are when people are buying you? And I think more than anything, authenticity. So you don't have to have done, like, if you're going to talk about play a bigger game, you have to have walked the talk. So yes. you have to have done the stuff. It just fits naturally with me, right? Yes. But, you know, if you're going to talk about uh, baking cakes, and <laughs> well, you know, I've got a friend who uh, who's just about to leave the corporate world. Right to run a company called Baking Cakes mm -hmm. because for years she has created birthday cakes, Christmas cakes, wedding cakes, magnificent creations for people. And it's just got to the stage where people are going, Geez, would you do one for me? And so all she has to do is create her website with mm. pictures of the cakes, the expertise, the approach, the passion, and, and you know, People that want cakes will just buy the cakes. It, it's yes. as long as she's being heard. Do you know what I mean? Yes. If she's trying to go, well, I've never really made a cake, but I want to be an expert in making cakes. People will see <laughs> through that. You know? Yes. <laughs> yeah, you can't just make it up. You can't pretend uh, that you're an expert in something when you're really not. That's that's right. Yeah. And, and I think the other thing is, you, you can sell the passion for it. You know, so. So you can align, like, let's not, let's say that you're not an expert. I don't know why we started on baking cakes, but anyway, let's keep going. <laughs> um, let's imagine that you're not an expert yet at baking uh -huh. cakes. Yes. But you're pretty good and you have a massive passion for it. Yep. All you need to do is be, is share the passion for it. So, right. you know, what is it that you love about making cakes? Why do you think it's so fantastic? What's the impact that it has on people's lives? Uh, how does it impact somebody's a child's birthday party or, or somebody's 60th wedding anniversary? What role does the cake play? You know, it's really easy to create a story just from the passion that you have for it. Yes. That, so people will buy into your passion. Yes. Yeah, and it's interesting. I had a lady not long ago who heard who, um, her daughter was uh, had um, uh, autism, I think, from memory. And she wanted to create some online learning for parents of kids who, uh, of, of parents whose kids were autistic. And she had discounted 
the uh, opportunity because she thought that, well, I'm not a psychiatrist, I'm not formally trained, I haven't done a university degree. I said, hold on. <laughs> you, you know, that's that's the challenge is sometimes parents haven't necessarily, you know, when they're working sometimes with those people who are those types of experts is that they don't understand necessarily what it's like to live with it 24-7. So, you know, so you don't necessarily have to have all the degrees and all that sort of thing. It's just your lens and your experience and that then shows up in your passion too, do you think, Rowdy? Uh, it definitely, definitely. And the other thing is, is, is if it's you.com, like yes. let's let's go back to the cake baker. Uh-huh. If it's you.com and, and she starts making cookies, that's okay. Yes. But if, it, if her website's cakebaking.com and she starts running a buffet <laughs> smorgasbord delivery service, she's got to create another website. That's Whereas right. if you just go, it's, you know, it's Wendy Williams and... You know, here's one of the things that Wendy Williams does, and now here's another thing that Wendy Williams does. You know, yes. it's it's just so much easier if I think it's you dot com. Yeah, yeah. I wish I'd known it much earlier. <laughs> did you, in, in your journey through this, Rowdy? Have you always started with Rowdy McLean? Has that where you started when you started no. the speaking game? And no. no. <laughs> So I, I own a few companies, but the mm. first one of those was a company called Creating Synergy, uh-huh. and I wish I had a thought that through because <laughs> you try <laughs> saying that over the phone without <laughs> like you've had a few uh, shirts. <laughs> and, and, and the other thing is, it doesn't really tell anybody anything. Yeah, like, right. Why? Why would you look up Creating Synergy? It's just. Yes. It was such a stupid name, and we're stuck with it as a brand. And and actually, to be honest with you, it's dying off a little bit as a brand because more people go to RowdyMcLean.com and ask right. for those services that Creating Synergy provides. But oh, right. yeah, yeah, I wish I had my time again. <laughs> wow. Any other lessons like that that if you had your time again, you would do differently in this game? Um, I would. Uh, Absolutely, 100%. The one thing that I wish I had done was build a database from day one. Yeah. And and be really attentive to how valuable that database is. Right. If I had done that, I would have had a a database of a million people. Right. That just makes life now so much easier because... You've got so many people that know of the you.com brand that you can now communicate with them and have special things for them. And and so I only really got diligent about that in the last five years. And and I wish I had done it earlier. And I think the other – so the second thing I would say is go as high quality as you can from day one. Right. Yeah, and and uh, so in that, like if you go to um, my website, you'll mm-hmm. see that I've, I've been ahead of the game on that. So my my um, speaker reel was the first speaker reel ever to be documentary style, right? right. And so now pretty much everybody does documentary style speaker reels. And um, I was the first 
uh, speaker to ever put QR codes inside my book right. so that people could watch the video if they didn't want to read the chapter. And, and so I wish I had have invested more in the high-quality end earlier right. rather than just try and do it on a shoestring. You know, I don't want to scare people. You don't have to spend, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars. Yes. but. For whatever your budget is, go and create a high-quality version rather than a massive version. So I would much rather see a three-page website that is really great quality than a 30-page website that is a bit so-so. Okay. Because it just gets the... The, the cut through and the well, just it's part of that branding isn't it that it's and the trust that you yeah. know if you can't invest or make that quality really stand out how are you going to deliver something quality for us yeah yeah and uh, i've just re- recently just in this year i've rebuilt my brand and, mm. and uh, my website and stuff and more often than not the contacts that i get start with the line Hi, Rowdy, I really love your website. Right. You know, and, and so they love the the quality of the brand, the quality of the website. And so, to be honest with you, it didn't cost me that much, no. but it cost me a little bit more than doing it myself or, yes. or doing it on the cheap. Right. And it does look fantastic. You've got beautiful imagery and, you know, even just the logos and, um, and photos that you know all that stuff adds up to people um, and it's not just about the products that you're selling but it's people buy into you and if you if you haven't been onto Rowdy's website I would suggest jumping on because it's a great example of what I love about it even if you jump on Rowdy's social media and his Facebook and uh, things like that and he's got a great Instagram account too is you get to feel what's the life what's the life like or in in rowdy's world so he lives on the gold coast he's often got images of at the beach and then he's traveling he's in, in his office and you know that's that i think your website and all your imagery and what you've invested in really captivates or or creates that aspiration of saying you know for someone who wants to play the bigger game you are playing the bigger game and as you said i think it's extraordinary you lived a four-hour work week uh, you're playing a bigger game, but you're not going hell for leather. Is here's this amazing life that I have, and it's possible, and I'm happy to share the lessons I've learned. And here's what you can do too. Yeah, and I think it, you know it's authentic. It's me. Yes. It's real. You know, so it, you don't have to spend a lot of money to do that. No. And, and as you keep saying, you know, the most important thing is people will decide really quickly whether they trust me or not. If you, so if you go to all of those touch points, and, and um, I think you often say, Jane, that people need 10 experiences of you before they buy mm-hmm. something along those lines. Mm-hmm. But, um, and so they get that from my website, from Instagram, from LinkedIn, from Facebook. There are so many of those touch points, and every time they turn up there, they go, oh, this, this is all gels it's all the same it's not mm. one brand here, one brand there so so you know there are some people who don't want to work with Rowdy and they see all of that and go nah he's not for me yeah. but the people that I want to work with see all of that and go oh he's my man he's yeah. the guy you know? yeah 
and they and they reach out and we have a conversation and then we do the work. It's pretty simple, really. Yeah, yeah, it's we've got to get it all done between breakfast and lunch on Monday, <laughs> so I <can> play golf. <laughs> <laughs> Rowdy, we could sit and listen to you all day, and uh, but keen to find out, um, you know, what do you, so this is all the amazing stuff you've done. What are you doing next? <laughs> Where to from here? <laughs> What's possible? Is there anything uh, you haven't I've... haven't done? Excuse my voice today. It's going. So from an adventure point of view, next year I'm going to raft the Colorado from one end of the Grand Canyon to the other, but not in a tourist rubbery raft. I'm going to do it in a wooden dory, which right. is pretty exciting. Wow. And, uh, yeah, yeah, that should be a pretty awesome adventure. Uh-huh. Down the track, and when I say down the track, it won't be too far after that, I want to go and camp in the um, Amazon jungle. Wow, really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, uh, apparently, it's disappearing pretty fast. So if I don't do that soon, I might miss the opportunity. Yes. And um, from a business point of view, my Play Bigger Game book, will the second edition will come out next year in February, which uh-huh. I'm pretty excited about. So, And it will be uh, rebranded and, and the content changes a little bit to suit with where I'm at now. So uh-huh. that's pretty exciting. And I've got another book in the wings for next year as well. So... Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I could be maybe doing five or six hours a week next year. <laughs> Working overtime on a five-hour week. I love it. <laughs> uh, so, Rowdy, super mindful of your time and we're going to, um, uh, if, if people want to find out more, so you've got your Instagram, you've got Facebook, you've got com. Is there, uh, where else, uh, where we find you, LinkedIn? LinkedIn, absolutely. So Rowdy McLean on LinkedIn, Rowdy McLean on Twitter, uh, play a bigger game on Facebook or rowdymclean.com. Terrific. Is there anything that um, if you had to leave us with a play a bigger game message or to inspire us for next year for 2017, is there anything that you would um, leave us with to help us go, yeah, that's that's what I need to do? Uh, don't... don't uh, Play small. Mm. You've got no idea, seriously. You've got no idea. Even you, Jaden, I know mm. that you're playing a bigger game this year, but you've got mm. no idea of what you're capable of if you start to step into that, you know. Yeah. And, and uh, if you go to the Play a Bigger Game podcast, we talk about that every single week. Mm. And you'll be surprised. That just if you step into it, if you, if you, if you don't allow people to shut down your dreams, you'd be amazed at what you're capable of. There's nothing I've done that anybody listening to this couldn't do. And mm. some of you go, ah, oh, yeah, sure. But the reality is I didn't know that a little pimply-faced kid with long hair from Gyro would end up where I've ended up. <laughs> it's just I started to dream and started to execute on the dreams, and here I am. Wow. You have such an inspiring story, Rowdy. And I think uh, even if you jump to Rowdy's website, he's got RowdyMcLean.com. He's got a, a downloadable. You can fill out, um, you pop your details in, your email address, and you can fill out a questionnaire on how big a game you're actually playing. So, and then you can get, well, here's what you need to do next to play a bigger game. That's right, isn't it, Rowdy? Yeah, yeah, it's a bit of fun and yeah, uh, a bit great. of a test to see if you are a bigger game player. 
Cool. So jump on there, make sure you follow Rowdy and um, get inspired for 2017. So uh, thank you so much for joining us today, Rowdy. We are so lucky to have you and, uh, and thank you for your inspiration and helping us to really look at uh, playing that, that bigger game and not playing small. So uh, and for those who are listening, make sure you head to jane-anderson.com and uh, jump on to access your lead. It's uh, the questionnaire created is that lead generation indicator to help you identify where those gaps are in your lead generation activity for 2017. Uh, have a fantastic rest of your week and uh, keep in touch. Make sure you jump on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter and Instagram, you're very welcome to connect with me as well and love to hear about your experiences and the game that you're playing uh, for, for next year. So thanks so much for joining me. Thanks, Shane. Bye-bye.